to get in this bag. Welcome, welcome to the Bag Lady Experience. It's your girl, the Bag Lady, and you heard that song playing from my homegirl, Erica Badu. She said, back in the day when things were cool, all we needed was that pa 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 da. Right back in the day when things was just a lot easier, a lot simpler. We just needed a little bop, 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 a little music, right? Whatever that bop, bop, bop was for you um, that kept you smiling, put a little spring in your step. That's what kept you going. That's what we want to work towards here at The Experience. So once again, coming to you live from the Purse Podcast Studio it's your girl, the bag lady, episode four, carry on or carrying on. We are going to get in the bag today. Thank y'all so much for coming to hang out with me today, my blessings. Um, Today is going to be a dear self segment because I have some things that I need you guys to help me unpack. Right, because we know that here at the Bag Lady Experience, we recognize that everyone has baggage. They just need someone to help them unpack. And the bag that I want to get in today is the carry on bag. And when I was thinking about this episode, I was thinking about, right, carry on in the term, right, the obvious phrase of it being probably like a piece of luggage, right? Because I'm the bag lady and this is the purse podcast studio. And when we think about it from a a obvious or a luggage perspective, carry on tends to be some of your lighter luggage, right? Some of the the piece that you're allowed to kind of take with you on the vessel, whether it's a plane, a train, a bus, right? You don't have to put it in the baggage compartment, you know, below where, where the bigger parcels have to go. You can carry it on with you kind of on your person. And even if they make you put it in the overhead, it's still accessible to you. And, and it tends to be the lighter portion, 
right? Or the lighter version of your overall travel load, if you will, right? Just work with me, right? Because the bag lady has her own definitions um, with some things. And, and so just, as I always say, lean with it, rock with it. So I want to jump into the carry-on bag today and ask you guys to kind of help me unpack some stuff. I'm trying to figure out for me, the bag lady, if there's some stuff that I've been doing, if I'm, I'm carrying on, if you will, right, in the definition of being extra, right, or if I should carry on, right? Should I proceed with what I've been thinking and how I've been acting? Am I, am I overthinking the situation or am I on point about what I work with? So I just jotted down a couple of scenarios. Obviously, some of them are a little lighter than others and, and we're going to kind of build up. So I'll start out with, with something that is, uh, probably a little bit on the lighter end just to kind of bring you guys, you know, gradually up to where I really want to be and what I really need you to help me unpack. And not only do I need you to help me unpack, but hopefully I will be helping you unpack some things at the same time. And, um, hopefully there's something here for, for everyone. And, um, I know y'all are waiting. I I didn't sing yet. Oh yeah, I did sing during the intro, huh? Hopefully I'll have another song for you throughout uh, the uh, episode today, but um, let's jump in. So the first thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about is, am I carrying on when I feel a way about people shortening my name, right? So let, let me just be clear about what I'm saying, right? Um, you know, folks that may just be a coworker or an acquaintance or they're a friend of a friend, right? And we've met and, you know, and, and it was cordial, but by the time I'm in my second conversation with them, they have now taken it upon themselves to abbreviate my name and not with permission. You know, they didn't say, hey, do you mind? Or do people call you? Or I noticed that so-and-so calls you X, Y, Z, um, you know, do you mind if I call you that? And, and the reason that's a problem for me is because the shorter version of my name is typically reserved for folks that are closer to me. And, um, somebody might get the impression if they hear you referring to me as that, that we have a relationship that we don't have. And so I've had someone come and, and they'll call me by the shortened version of my name. And then when I say like, like I correct them, right. And I, and I'll, I'll correct them to say 
the full version of my name. And then they'll just kind of like go on and say, oh, well, oh, I'm sorry. You know, now they're the victim. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was a, a big problem. I thought you preferred for people to call you that. I, you know, I heard so-and-so call you that and so-and-so call you that. So I thought that that was what you prefer. Now, you and I didn't have that conversation. So technically, I just have one question for you. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? I didn't say that. I didn't, when, when we met and I shook your hand, I didn't say, hey, no need to call me by my full name. I just abbreviate it, if you will. So that's, that's, that's number one. So I'm going to ask you all, am I carrying on? Am I, am I carrying on or should I carry on? Right. And, and when you trying to figure out if you should carry on, right. Because if you're asking yourself about something that you might be a little extra about the way you determine or the way I determine is when you think about carry on being the smaller bag, right. The smaller, um, piece of luggage or parcel, um, and you can only fit, but so much in it. Is it worth putting this in there and taking up the already limited space you have, right? Is it important enough to you to put that in your carry-on? Is it important enough to you to carry on? If you only have a limited space, would you take up a portion of that with this because it's just that important. So when I think about how much emphasis I place on when someone abbreviates my name without permission, I mean, sometimes I do a whole exorcism with my head. Like my head go around, who, what, who, when did we become family, right? I can carry on about it. I'm trying to think if I only had a limited amount of space, would I continue on with that? Or when I say in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of deal. Um, oh, that's hard because I just don't want people to abbreviate my name and then other people equate that with a familiarity or a connection that doesn't exist. But then that goes back to thinking and worrying about what other people think, right? Does it offend me so much that I need to put it in the limited space of my carry-on? I think not. I think not. I think it's been bothering me more because of what I don't want other people to assume or to think. Now, if you abbreviate my name and you think because you've abbreviated my name, now we're family. That's a whole nother episode. But I think that my problem has been other people's perception if they hear you call me 
the abbreviated version that they think that now we have a relationship that we don't have. But you know what? As I'm talking to you, my blessings, I realize that, you know, maybe that's on them and, and the and shame on me for once again, worrying about what other people think. And of course, now I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because I'm going to implement those magic words from episode one when I said, you know what, so what, and who cares, carry on, you know, like, I'm just going to say, like, go ahead, abbreviate my name, I think I've been carrying on a bit about it, if I only had a limited space to take this feeling with me um, on the rest of my journey, I think I would leave that out, because you know the song says, you gon' hurt your back, dragging all them bags like that. Um, that ain't something that I want to drag. So, thanks, thanks for that. Thanks for listening. I think, I think I was able to take one thing out of the carry-on bag, and and I'll put it in the bigger luggage for now. I'm not gonna just dump it, but definitely doesn't belong in my carry-on bag. I'm not going to carry on with that. All right, thanks. So, next on my list. And let me just give the disclaimer now, right? I am not mentioning this because of any other celebrity conversations. And if I had my children on here, they would let you know that this is something that they grew up hearing about. My next topic is scarves, bonnets, and durags. Now, I grew up with a parent who was raised in the South, and she did not allow us to wear scarves outside of the home. And I grew up quite okay with that and quite fond of that. And with that being said, I, of course, in turn raised my daughters, my nieces, goddaughters, adopted daughters, um, and sons in the same vein. I am not fond of the scarves, bonnets, do-rags outside in public, especially for travel, right? Corner store, maybe-ish. Um, but, you know, I'm always big on first impressions. There I go again, right? Worrying about what other people think. You guys are really helping me. But again, right, I can only be honest. I'm here to be transparent and I'm here unpacking and as we can already see, like there's a common thread with some of the things that I have to unpack. Big one is worrying about what other people think. But then sometimes I'm the other people, right? Because I'm here thinking that people shouldn't wear do-rags and bonnets and scarves. And so um, my daughter and I, the youngest one, the 19-year-old, we kind of go back and forth about it now because she's the last one of the Mohegans that's still at home and pulling up their ear and she has to hear it. And she's got bonnets in all colors, right? So she's got to hear my mouth, even sometimes when she's just got it on in the house. 
I don't know what my problem is, but I don't care for it. And I don't think that um, you're supposed to wear them in public. Now, I don't know. Like, am I in my bag about it? Like, when I'm traveling, would it be nice to get off the plane with my hair intact and not have it all smushed up because my head was up against the back of the plane seat or or I didn't have my head pressed up against the window on the bus if I was taking a bus ride or forget on a road trip, right? I might have the seat laid all the way back and I'm laying like I'm in the bed. And maybe if I had my hair tied up when I got ready to get out of the vessel and I reached my destination, I would be able to take it off and look nice and fresh and crispy and ready to go. And I wouldn't have to dart out to the nearest restroom to try to fix, refix myself or get myself together because I preserved myself in transit, right? So that's why I don't know, am I carrying on about it simply because I was raised that way or should I carry on with my beliefs and my traditions and my values with regards to how you should present yourself in public, right? So let's take it back to the metrics. Um, If I only had a limited amount of space in my carry-on of life, would I want to carry on my feelings about not wearing these head wraps or, or, you know, scarves, bonnets do now, now, now don't, don't get it wrong. I do love the head wraps, you know, the ones that they, you can roll and wrap in so many ways and they come in so many different beautiful patterns and stuff like that. So I'm not speaking of those. I'm talking about the old school, you know, paisley or patchwork scarf or, or do rag or all of these new bonnets. I don't care if they're designer or not. Um, for me, and it's bad enough we have to wear masks too. So masks and bonnets and who are you under there? Um, so when I think about that, um, in my bag or not, like, is that going with me? I, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that I am going to put that in my carry on reason being is because although I'm trying to master the words, so what, and who cares, right? And I'm trying to break out of, uh, worrying about what other people think so much. Um, It is still important to be the best representation of yourself at all times, right? At least to me it is. And I don't think that a scarf or a bonnet or a do-rag it's the best representation of me. It is not 
what I want somebody to know of me if they only had one opportunity to know me or if they had a hundred opportunities to know me. Um, I, I don't think that that would be the best representation of myself. So I think I'm going to carry on with my feeling about scarves and bonnets and durags because I want to carry on with my feelings about putting my best foot forward and always wanting to give the best representation of self that I possibly can. And I feel strongly um, that, you know, and not just those things, right? The clothes and, you know, and, and just how you come across your, your, your vibe, your, um, your conversation, um, your manners, right? There's a zillion other things and that. That's a whole another episode. But when I think about this, I just want us thinking like, are you just being over the top with it? Right. Because are you being a, a old school parent? Right. Are you being, uh, you know, close minded, if you will. But now that I've talked to my blessings about it and I've been fully transparent as I was talking to you guys, I really was unpacking. So if you could imagine me here at the purse podcast studios, um, we only have the carry on stuff on the floor today. So there's the floor is not uh, crowded. We came and we vacuumed it up and everything. So I don't have all the luggage out today and there's not clothes everywhere. We just have the carry on here today and we're just trying to figure out what's going back in the carry on um, luggage and what will not make it back in the end. So um, I think with regards to uh, the bonnets and the do rags and the scarves that little belief that I have that we shouldn't do that. I'm going to keep that one with me. I'm going to keep that one with me. I'm going to keep that one close. And I am saying that I'm keeping it because I think that it's important to always be the best representation of yourself that you can be right. And just also know that that varies, right? You're not feeling really well. Um, life is always evolving. Something could have happened. You, you know, things could be wrong at work, at home, whatever. The best representation of yourself, there may be variations of it, but whatever is in your capability at that time, I think that you should always put your best foot forward. So that's one thing so far we're leaving behind. And that's one thing that we are definitely going to take with us and carry on, correct? Oh, gosh. Thank you. You guys are all right. Because you know what? We emptying this bag out because we want to go right where Erica Badu said. Back in the days when things were cool. You heard that in the song. She said, all we needed was bop, 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 You know? That's where I want to be. I want to be back in the days when, you know, things were cool. So what else do I have on the list? Blessings as we here at the bag lady experience, just hanging out on this episode, carry on or carrying on. Am I 
going to carry on with some of these beliefs and, and, and rules and personal mantras? Or am I carrying on? Am I being a little bit too extra? And do I need to let it go and stop dragging them bags around? Um, ha, how about this one? Play fighting. Now I know y'all know that the bag lady is of a certain age. So that word is like, where did that come from? Well, you know, it's all encompassing, right? Play fighting, love taps, plucks, pops, anything that falls within that realm. Okay. Um, I, don't particularly care for those. Okay. None of the above. If you know the bag lady, you know that, uh, that's, that's, that's a no, no, right? I don't like to be, um, touched with force, if you will. Um, I don't find it fun. And and if you're like, well, wait a minute. Is she in an abusive relationship? What is going on here? No, no, no. No, no, no. No. No, no, I am not. But the reason I'm bringing this up and trying to figure out, do I want to carry on this feeling that like, hey, we're adults, let's keep our hands to ourselves, or am I carrying on? Meaning like, it's not that serious. Nobody's uh, intentionally trying to harm you. So what's the big deal? It's because I, I have um quite a few homies that when we start drinking wine and laughing and talking and having a good time, if they want my attention, they come over and whop, plop right on my arm, on my back. They might pull a braid and I will turn around and sometimes I will sock them. Yes, y'all heard me. Y'all heard the bag lady. You heard my voice just change. That's what I said. I will sock them. Sock them. Because I'm feeling nice. I'm sailing. So when you come over and you pop me like that, you just messed up my nice little wine high. And and now my arm is tingling. Because you just wanted my attention or because you want to make a joke or because you wanted to point out somebody who was walking by when you could have just used your words. Use your words. I don't like to be touched with force. I don't find it funny. I don't find it fun. Listen. I barely water fight, right? I just, I'm all soul flower, take me flying with you. 
You heard the song. I like good times. I like to keep it light. And nothing about real violence or play-play violence or forceful touching makes me feel like a good time. So if you tap me, I will sock you. But I find when I do that, it's always somebody that I love. And then they look so wounded and upset. And then I feel bad. But should I feel bad? Because they all know that I don't like it. But they can't help themselves because they got the, you know, the jungle juice in them. And that's their personality. And then, you know, they feel sad. And then I feel sad. <clears throat> and then we're all feeling in a way over something that was supposed to be playful. So, I mean, blessings, talk to me. What do you guys think? Like, how do y'all feel about that? Can y'all make sure y'all put some comments or inbox me? Because this one is really important to me. Like, seriously, how do y'all feel about that? Like, um, do y'all like play fight or do the pop or the poke or the pluck or the, and you know what I mean? Like, now I'm not talking about the love taps that happen in the bedroom. So that's a different type of tap. That's a different type of conversation. I'm talking about the, you know, the plap, 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 plap on the side of your arm, or on your back, or poking you, or just, I, I don't like it. And so I had to bring it here because when I express my feelings about this one and this one, the reason it's in the more as we're building up to the ones that are kind of a little more, you know, integrated for me is... I always seem to hurt folks' feelings with my response to this. So it always makes me feel like, damn, am I just, am I carrying on? Am I being really extra? Should I just be okay with it? Because I know they're not intentionally trying to harm me, even though I don't like it. Oh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Because when I think about, putting it in my carry-on, right, in this small space that I'm trying to be able to put things into, right? I'm trying to see if through the bag lady experience, I can consolidate some things. I can figure some things out, sort these things out, and and then consolidate some things and make my load a little bit lighter. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, Is this something that is important enough for me to keep it? Should I put it in my carry-on bag for the rest of my journey? Because remember, I'm already in chapter two of this journey, right? I have possibly more years behind me than I'm going to have in front of me. And I'm really trying to figure out what things are important. I'm trying to sift through the magical words of so what and who cares and like, you know, just just get over some stuff and move past some stuff and not take things too seriously and not worry about what things, what people worry, you know, what people are going to think um, so much. But when, when it comes to this one with regards, it's kind of like my feelings and their feelings, right? Because this, this one is a little more complex than the other ones, right? Because 
it's almost like I have to choose um, one set of feelings over the other, right? Um, and that I have been choosing my feelings over those of my friends. And that makes me feel selfish, right? Because um, I know they don't intentionally mean me any harm. Um, and then when I make a big deal, it makes them feel bad. So that makes me feel bad. Um, but, and, and then I know that there's a, those of you out there listening, uh, especially my best me, she knows who she is. Shout out. Um, she was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no, no. Because you, you see, first of all, you're calling them friends. And if they're your friends, um, they don't have to read your mind and guess how you feel about this, but you're telling me that they already know because you've already told them. So why aren't they feeling bad with themselves for continuously doing to you something that you've asked them not to? That's what my best me would say. She would say, no, ma'am. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do I put half of it in my carry-on and leave half of it behind? Um, and if so, how do I break it up? Right? Do I leave my feelings behind and take their feelings with me? I don't know about that one. But I know that it's something that bothers me. I had a girls weekend not too long ago. And as we drank wine, that happened. Um, And it just gets on my nerves. And I don't like it. And it's a hang up of mine. But I don't want to over exaggerate. So when you listen to this episode, can you please just... Drop me a note, put a comment, inbox me. If you have my number, text me. There will be, um, matter of fact, I'll, I'll give it to you right now. The Bag Lady Experience line, the telephone number is 302-312-6929. That is where you can text the Bag Lady. You can text the bag lady at 302-312-6929. Shoot me a text after you listen to this episode and just let me know how you feel about that one. I'm I'm not even going to make a decision on it. Am I carrying on or should I carry that feeling on with me into chapter two of my journey and um, continue to, you know, require people to kind of keep their hands to themselves and, uh, you know, not on me in a forceful way. You know what I mean? Because uh, I didn't really care for that. Um, You know, I think I'm going to take it down real light right now before I jump into this last one that's really um bugging me so am I carrying on or should I carry on when I go to the store 
And I will only buy name brand products for certain things, i.e. mayonnaise, ketchup, uh, hmm, certain juices, certain brands of rice. I am an Uncle Ben's kind of girl. No Carolina, no store brand. And again, I think a lot of that comes from my mom and not necessarily from me. So I'm wondering, should I carry on with my Hellman's mayonnaise or should I be willing to try craft? That was just something to lighten the mood before I get into the feature, feature carry-on topic that I want to talk to uh, you guys about. But I just want to thank you guys so much. You know, you are truly my blessings. I'm just sitting here chatting with you, chatting with myself and you. I, you know, actually, definitely a dear self-series of uh, the Bag Lady experience here live in the uh, Purse Podcast Studios. Um, I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me today and listening to me sing and unpack. And I'm hoping that as I'm going through some of these scenarios, you're going through a few of your own, you know, just some of the things that you might feel like, you know, people might've said, you know, you really being extra, you really be carrying on when it comes to that. Right. And, and if so, are you okay with that? Like, if you only had a small bag, would you continue to carry on with that? Or would you kind of dump that by the wayside, leave that in the, in the bigger bag, the bag that didn't make it on the plane? Think about it. I'm going to take a quick break, and then I will be back with the last one that I really want to talk to you guys about today. I've had several requests to bring that button back. So I just wanted to make sure that you guys know I didn't dump the machine. I do still have 
buttons and I am using them. Welcome back buttons and welcome back blessings. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to hang out with your girl, the bag lady. And today's topic is carry on or carrying on. We're getting in the carry on bag today. We're trying to figure out, are there some things that we're just being extra about? You know, some things we have an opportunity to think through. Um, Or there's some things, you know, that, you know, some folks might think that we're making a big deal about it. But you know what? It's important to us. And so we're going to carry on with that feeling. We're going to take that with us no matter how limited the space. We're going to take it with us, right? And you may call it our values, right? Our morals, our ethics, right? These are the things that... I know for me personally, no matter how small the bag, they have a space in them. They will continue to go with me, right? And they're just, there's just those things that um, I just wouldn't feel complete without. And, and although I'm giving like, you know, specific examples here, you can always find like some underlying alignments um, to those, right? Whether it's, it it ties back to a value, it ties back to a belief, it ties back to a tradition, right? So it's not just about a jar of mayonnaise or it's not just about, um, the cosmetics of a scarf, right? As much as it is about, um, like I said, you know, always wanting to be the best representative of myself and, you know, just my values that I was raised up on. So um, I have one more that I want to talk to you guys about. It's something that happened recently and um, it really made me think about some stuff. And it started out once again, it's something that seemed really simple and light. But as I thought about it, had a little dear self moment with the bag lady about it. And um. I went, you know, it it caused me to think a lot and I didn't finish thinking it through because I knew I would be here to talk to you guys. And so I wanted to finish thinking it through on the air with you all. So stay with me. So recently, um, the bag lady decided, uh, you know, it's time to start getting back out there and doing, you know, some stuff to try to stay active and, and be healthy. And, um, you know, I was doing really well over the summer and then, you know, probably somewhere around September, I started trailing off and allowing my efforts to leave me. And, um, my, one of my bros, you know, he's been really doing good with it. He's been going to the gym and, you know, taking really good care of himself and, you know, he was, you know, he, he would check in with me. Hey, you went outside, you went, went, did you go walking? Did you go work out? Did you, you know, do any of the things that, you know, you were doing because you were doing so well all summer, you know, I was out there making sure that I got no less than 10,000 steps a day and, you know, averaging almost 15,000 a day. And, and on a good day, I might've gotten 20. And the more I did it, the more my body craved it. And, I really did well. And don't ask me what happened in September to make me stop because I don't know. But somewhere in there, I just started trailing off. So anyway, my brother, he would 
ask me, hey, checking in, did you make it outside today? Did you did you get, you know, get get back out there with your steps? Are you did you get a chance to exercise? Did you get a chance to step away today? And I say no, you know, and sometimes he might text me and I wouldn't respond because I'm ashamed to tell him, yeah, yet again, I didn't do it. And it wasn't anything that he was doing because he just kept being very encouraging. And the days that I would text him and say, no, bro, I didn't make it out today. I'm hoping for tomorrow. You know, he would say, that's okay. You know, tomorrow's another day. That's the good thing about it. A new, uh, Another day, another chance to do things different. Not even do things better because he would never make it seem like I did things bad. He just would tell me another chance to do things, right? And um, meanwhile, he's out there. He's going every day. He's not showing off or bragging. He's just being very, very encouraging. He wouldn't let me beat up on myself the way I normally would. And day after day, I was not going outside. I was not, I just, I just wasn't getting it, you know, restarted. I just, I said I was, but it just wasn't happening. And I was allowing myself to make excuses and it, it wasn't getting done. Okay. Fast forward. My son turns around and says, like, collectively as a family, we all have an opportunity to get active and do some more stuff. He was feeling similar to the way way that I was feeling. Like, he was doing really well during the summer and had fallen off, and he was starting to feel some aches and pains that he didn't want to feel. And he, when he looked around the room when we was all together, like, he felt like he could identify other family members that could probably benefit from it. So what does he do? He, you know, he's the one, right? He's the, the, the rallier. He's the one that gets everybody going. He's always pumped and animated and can lead the charge. So he goes in the phone and he starts a family challenge, a family Fitbit challenge um, for steps, right? And he's getting everybody all synced up and getting everybody added to it. And it's probably about six or seven of us um, added to the challenge. And, you know, when you do, if you've not, if you're not on Fitbit or on an iPhone or whatever, it's just look, think about any leaderboard in any sports. It has all of our name on there and everybody's daily steps is being tracked. Right. And it shows how much steps you have and, You know, and then it stack ranks it by from the most to the least, right? Well, let me just tell y'all, when that leaderboard went up and those names got up there and everybody could see, y'all know what I did, right? I went outside. I went outside and I started stepping. And those excuses began to dwindle. Little by little, right? I started getting up. I log on for work, check my emails, and then go outside and I get some steps in. And I'm talking about at least four or 5,000 out the gate in the morning, right? And then I come do my work. And first thing I'm doing, I'm checking my calendar at work to see where I have an opening so that I know what time I'm going to make it back outside to get me another couple of thousand steps, right? Okay. So y'all are like, okay, get to the point bag lady. Like what's the problem? What are you trying to do? Trying to brag? Cause you finally got a couple of steps. 
no, I'm not. So here's the issue. And I'm trying to figure out, am I carrying on or should I carry on? Right? Because now I'm out there. We Week one is down. I came in second place. My youngest son came in first place. I came in second place. I'm so excited. But then I was disappointed at the same time because when my brother was trying to get me out there and he it was just he and I via phone call or text, meme, right? All of the different ways he was trying to encourage me. I didn't move. And I mean, this my bro, bro. This, this, this my unofficial mentor, bro, uh, you name it. Like this, this, this is the, he's my friend, my brother, my mentor. Like I, I listen to him. He's my advisor. And many times I listen to him, but I didn't, when it was just me and him, I didn't go outside. And I mean, he tried for, for at least two weeks or more. So why is it that when it became a competition, I was able to go outside? Now, I pride myself on, uh, I pride myself on not requiring attention. I'm not an attention seeker. But, I have a hard time understanding why when it was just me and my bro, I couldn't go outside. But the minute there were six or seven of us, I was able to go outside. Is it the competitive nature in me or was it again, me worrying about what other people think? Was I more worried about people seeing me in last or second to last place on that leaderboard than I was about my health? Right? Because this benefits me. Right? So first of all, why did anybody even have to motivate me to take care of myself? Now, I'm not saying that people don't need motivation and triggers to do that because I know in the words of Michael Jackson that I am not alone when it comes to that. But um why why did why why did I need uh why did the competition of it motivate me more than someone just trying to help me do what was best for me? Why wasn't my health motivation enough? What? Do y'all think I'm carrying on? Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, am I making a bigger deal out of this? Am I, am I being hard on myself? Because like, I'm kind of disappointed when I look back, right, at how my brother tried, and I mean every day, 
my presence shine every day. Hey, good morning, sis. You know, have a good day. Hope you get some steps in. He was in the means of, you know, the stick figure walking, whatever it was. And it wasn't enough. But when the lights, cameras, and action came on, that leaderboard went up. Now I could go outside. But at the, at the root of it all was my health. At the root of it all was my health. And... Competition versus motivation? I, I don't know. Should I be worried about these triggers? Am I too worried about what people think and not worried about what's most important? And, it, and I'm trying to pull this stuff apart so that I know what to leave behind and what to, to take in my carry-on. Like, what do I leave behind in this and what do I take? Because what I don't want is that something that is important and beneficial to my well-being goes unaddressed because uh, I'm not being triggered in the right way, right? So I guess there's a couple of words here. There's a trigger and then there's a motivation, right? So because there is self-motivation and, and, and I should self-motivate myself to do some things as well. But huh, I know I'm, I'm all over the place a little bit now, but this is where we're really starting to get in the clutch. Like we had the first couple of episodes and those was cutesy, but, you know, the purpose of the bag lady experience is to recognize that everybody has baggage, and we just need someone to help us unpack. And so I'm coming to you guys today on this Dear Self episode, asking you to help me unpack some stuff. And so as I'm talking to you right now, my heart still feels a little heavy and disappointed in the fact that I didn't immediately respond to the motivation and the encouragement, one-on-one motivation and encouragement that my brother was trying to give me. But I, I did immediately respond to uh, the competition and the, uh, and I guess the bright lights of being uh, on the leaderboard with my children and other family members. And, and, and most importantly, that I didn't just simply respond to the needs of my health. Um, that's where I'm a little kind of like uh, saddened or disappointed, but I am, on the other hand, right, learning to be a little bit lighter on myself and say, um, but at the same time, I realize it. And it won't become a part of my baggage because this happened now. This happened in real time. And so this won't be something that in episode 2000, I'll have to ask you guys to help me unpack because I'm unpacking it now and I'm unpacking it now. And I'm sure that, um, you know, as I talked about, right, things align back to other things. I'm sure that there's been many of things that have happened in my life that are a part of why I reacted this way or I didn't react um, a certain way, right? And part of that being 
uh, worrying about what other people think. Um, but in this instance, my magic words, so what and who cares, was not going to help me, right? So if my son put me on the walking challenge with the rest of the family and I didn't do well, um, this was not a good place to say, so, so what or who cares? Not because I don't want to look bad in front of my family, but because I need to exercise in order to preserve my health. So what do I do, blessings? What do I do here? Do I carry on with me, you know, proceed with, move forward with the understanding that I need to do what's best for me regardless of if people are watching or not and leave behind uh, the reactive, the reactive me that likes to react to the competition or the attention or the perceptions that come with an audience. Do I? And if I do, is that easier said than done? I think that's what I would like to do. I would like to continue. I'm so good at motivating others. I would like to be um, a motivating force for myself. I would like to be a better motivating force for myself. And I'm so sure that there's some blessings out there listening right now that know that you can be all things to everybody else. But when it comes to yourself, um, you find that you sometimes come up short for you, but not for everyone else. And so um, I want to carry on in my carry on bag Just enough of this that allows me to continue to be me when it comes to other people. Let's get that clear. But to also not require a lot from others, but also make sure that I give myself uh, what I need uh, just as much as I like to give others what they need, if that makes any sense. I mean, I hope it does. Um, I know that got a little bit deep, but, you know, there's times that we, we got to go there, right? That's what we're here for. We are here to unpack because, I mean, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know how much time we have left here on this good green earth. But as long as we're here, I want to try to lighten the load a little bit. Um, I want to try to um, unpack and make things make sense. I want to make sure that, you know, we understand some of the whys of what we did yesterday, right? Just because we did it doesn't mean that we understand why we did it 
or that it makes any sense or that we should continue to do it or that we should what everybody or that we should carry on with it. You know, um, thanks. I am really glad that you guys came and hung out with me today because this was therapeutic and your girl needed some therapy. And I know a lot of times we come here and I have the guests and we laugh and we joke um, and, and, you know, make light of a lot of things. But we also got to come here and get the work in, right? We got to work hard so that we can play hard. And, you know, with that being said, I am going to wrap this episode up and I'm going to thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today, helping me figure out how I am going to carry on and what will be in my carry on and understand whether or not I've been carrying on. That being said, I am your girl, the bag lady, and I am coming to you live from the podcast studio. And, you know, I'll be back. I'll be back soon. You know, it won't be as long as it has been. I promise you. Um, But in the meantime, continue to unpack, right? Continue to think about the things that you want to put in your carry-on. Continue to think about if you only had a limited space, is this something that you would carry on with you? I ask y'all to um, be blessed, be safe, Be happy. Thank y'all so much. Talk to you real soon.